All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. They are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and participate in the conversation by commenting down below and upvoting the video itself. We'd appreciate it very much. All right, Quincy McGee committed to Ole Miss. He's a second-team all-conference USA player from the Blazers. Um, he's a kid that went to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And from what I understand, I don't know much about this kid other than the fact that he's really good, but he seems to have gotten control of his weight, which allowed him to really blossom as a player. Now, there were times when he was up to like 420 pounds. He, I mean, he was a big dude. Now, I think he plays at like 295 or 300, somewhere in there. And... He's a really good football player, and as an interior offensive lineman, he's a direct replacement for Nick Broker. He's somebody that can handle what's going on. Now, everybody's like, Steve, you told me last week that this is all going to be at the whim of John Garrison. Yes, absolutely. But I also told you that John Garrison may be the type of person that prefers to have an interior offensive lineman and an exterior offensive lineman. The tackles and guards and centers, they don't mix. Um, so you can really learn and get good at a certain area without, let's say, um, confusion, brand confusion based off a of guard and tackle, whatever. So in the NFL, obviously, there's six or seven guys that are rotated in and they all know what all is going on, but they also have more than 20 hours a week to do it, Okay. I hope that makes sense. So, Ole Miss, in my opinion, is going to build the interior and the exterior offensive linemen. And they're going to teach them how to build walls, and they're going to teach them how to pass break. And they're, they're going to be separate groups, but being taught to be a co cohesive unit. Now, a lot of places sees five places across the offensive line, Right. No matter who you are, they're going to try and fit the best five players to go in across what they're doing. Whether they're a tackle, they're a guard, they're a center, it doesn't matter. They're going to put the positions to wherever they need to be. In my opinion, Ole Miss might be doing something similar, but I see the term interior offensive lineman, exterior offensive lineman, way too frequent with, the, we, with these guys. And I think that John Garrison is going to teach those guys a little bit different, and they're going to try and get them to master a singular craft. Like Jeremy James played guard last season. I think Jeremy James might be a right tackle this year. Micah Pettis might move inside for size and weight. I, I do not know, but I think you're going to have an interior offensive lineman and an exterior offensive lineman, and you might have four guys rotating outside, six guys rotating inside, and those 10 guys are going to be the ones you go to war with. Now, the most important thing that I have, the most important question I have for Mr. McGee is can he snap the football? I mean, that's an interesting question. Anytime I see interior offensive linemen, that is the first question that comes to mind. Can he snap the football? Because if he can, and Caleb Warren can play guard, or if they're interchangeable somehow, we're in good shape. Because by the end of the year, Caleb Warren was okay. Now, the jet sweep game was essentially wiped out because of poor snaps early in the year. And because of that, the middle of the field was okay. Our snap 
last year was absolutely abhorrent. It, it just, just was terrible. So if we can get that fixed and do what we do, and the offense looks a little bit more like it did, more so on like what we can do and what we can do well, not just what we did a couple of years ago, we will be in much better position. And a lot of that happens with an interior offensive lineman like Quincy McGee. He's somebody, like I said, he struggled with his um, weight and getting on the field. I think he was on the Mississippi Gulf Coast Junior College or Community College National Championship team or something in 2019. So 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, that tells you this is probably the COVID year. Um, So he's probably a one-and-done type player as well. So he is trying to go in and compete against the best and improve his draft stop. Everybody wants to do that. And whenever, you know, he's got Mississippi ties, even though it's on the coast, and that's like six hours away. That's like saying somebody from Memphis has Tennessee ties. But, you know, you get the idea. So we'll see exactly how Ole Miss proceeds. Now, like I said, this week we're going to talk all about the defensive side of the ball. We're going to talk about the transfer portal as it goes. Walker Howard um, this weekend was at Ole Miss. I think there was a picture floating around of Walker Howard. Um, Pete Golding was in that picture as well. So we'll see exactly how that goes. He was at Ole Miss for 24 hours. He was at TCU for about six, if my math is halfway correct. And that tells me he's either set on going to TCU or Ole Miss has a really good chance of getting him. Um, so we'll see if he actually goes anywhere else because I've told you guys numerous times, I feel sorry for anybody that has skin in the game when recover, when covering the transfer portal because it's just so hard to do. There's so few people that have an actual idea of what's going on. By the time a high school player graduates, there's 50 people you can call to and get a useful nugget of information. Transfer portal with the time frame, with the number of contacts, everything, there's one, two, maybe three people that you can get a useful bit of information that's reliable. So be patient. Don't blow it out of proportion. Let's see what can actually happen because the staff has done unbelievably phenomenal things in the transfer portal in the past. And honestly, they've deserved the benefit of the doubt. Now, there are some rumors that are floating out there about potential coaches that could come in. We will look into and dig into them as the week moves on. But at the end of the day, this peak holding defense, this transfer portal, we still have a couple of days left in the portal window. Now, to explain what is going on, Wednesday night, I'm assuming at midnight, you can no longer enter the transfer portal. The entrance into the portal is cut off. The entrance is basically they put a wall in front of to where you can't get in. But if you're already in the portal, you can walk out the other side. So there will still be commits that happen after the portal window closes. That portal window is only for entrance into the portal. So pay attention to who over the next couple of days goes into the portal. Another portal window opens up either the last two weeks of April, first two weeks of May, somewhere in there. So lots of opportunity for defensive roster to be molded 
And a lot of that could happen that, hey, he wants to see who he has at spring practice, and then they'll hit the transfer portal, something like that. So we'll see exactly how this defense looks moving forward. I'm pretty excited about everything that could happen. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. You can hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, players. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, tune in for the rest of the week. We're going to continue going on about this transfer portal. We're going to talk about what the peak golding hire means, and if we get names coming out of potential assistants that are coming with Pete Golding, or if a player um, pops in that we think might come with Pete Golding, we will let you know about that as well. I mean, fantastic day. I'm so excited about what's going on. I hope you're excited about on this football as well. Man, it's getting really fun now, and we're going to keep pressing just like we always do. Anyway, I will see you tomorrow, and hotty toddy.